Hey, good evening, everybody. Steve Eso here from the Calgary Wranglers. Oh, just, uh, you know, going to uh, put together the, the weekly point task podcast. Uh, last week, I had a bit of fun with it, doing a kind of a, a review, a recap, uh, a, a rundown of the entire sequence of events in the Calgary Wranglers season in uh, in sort of chronological order, and uh, as it unfolded, um, this week I don't really uh, don't really have uh, any topics planned out. Um, I'll maybe oh talk about uh, the uh, Continental Cup playoffs that are still going on. Maybe talk a little bit about the uh, PBE season, which has finally started. And uh, yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. It is 10.19 Pacific time on the West Coast, uh, Friday, April the 7th. I am currently enjoying a Waypoint Hazy Pale Ale from Stanley Park Brewing of uh, Vancouver, or outside of Vancouver, I think. Um, yeah, Stanley Park, uh, are <laughs> they're one of, those, uh, one of those beers that I... I drink a lot of um, their various offerings because they're fairly widely available. I live up in in Prince Rupert on the north coast of British Columbia, and we don't have a tremendous uh, beer selection here. Um, Stanley Park is one of those ones that has pretty good distribution throughout all of BC. And while none of what they do is really earth-shattering or mind-blowing or cutting-edge or anything like that, what they do is take what are currently popular styles and make a very easy drinking approachable version of that style so you know if you know super hoppy pine tree ipas are in style they'll put together one of those right you know hazy beers hazy pale ales hazy ipas um uh new england ipas are are in vogue right now so uh, that's what i've what i've got going on right now but they're um their peach wheat ale is one of my like just go tos. Like I, uh, I mean, I mean, I generally have a fairly well stocked beer fridge, but that's one of the ones that uh, is almost always there, and it's uh, it's a good one. That's um, it's got uh, enough kind of interesting flavor going on for a uh, seasoned alcoholic and beer snob such as myself, but is also um, uh, very smooth and approachable and non-threatening so you could hand one to a guy who you know normally drinks nothing but budweiser or something like that and he'll probably uh you know you know drink it without without objection um yeah, yeah I'm gonna talk about beer all day this is a gonna be a the beer podcast not the not the uh pretend hockey hot podcast um yeah <laughs> And uh, my my other uh, thing I got going on right now, I got uh, I don't know if you know those uh, Doctor Hose electrical muscle stimulant pain relief uh, devices, sort of a, a, as seen on TV thing. Well, I was battling some back pain a couple of weeks ago, and um, I was just chatting with my brother who lives in Ontario about it, and and he said, well, you know. It's not going to work miracles, but he said he's been using one of those for a couple of years, um, and uh, he's been really happy with it. So he ordered one for me, and that got here the other day. So I've been been using that a bunch. And I got to say, if you've never uh, if you've never had one of these things on, I was thinking it was going to be like I don't, I don't know, just like a, a tiny little like 
really weak electric motor that causes something to vibrate just kind of like jiggles you like a massage chair or something like that no this is uh, oh it's uh it's pretty gnarly it's um you, like you doesn't you don't vibrate at all but like you can feel the <laughs> the, the mild electrocution of your muscles happening and the, the the intensity knob on this thing goes up to five and like i can't i can't handle it more than about three so it's uh yeah it's uh it's pr- pretty interesting so i don't know i'm I've, I've put it on my lower back a couple of times because i get uh especially after a long uh, hard work day i get pretty tight sore muscles in my lower back uh, I, <laughs> I should probably stretch more and i also have arthritis in my knees a bit so right now i've got it on my knees and it's uh i don't know after a couple of minutes, you can kind of forget it's there. You know, it's pretty, um, even though it is jolting my muscles a bit, but it's uh, not super intrusive or anything like that. Uh, yeah, anyhow, uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch here, uh, the VHL playoffs are getting pretty close to to wrapping up. In fact, um, there will be uh, potential elimination games tomorrow. Uh, who's pinging me here? Oof. Discord is telling me I've got a notification and I can't find where it is. Yeah, fuck, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, it's going to bother me until I can make this little uh, little one go away. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, the... Uh, Playoffs are very close to uh, wrapping up here. Um, the Seattle Bears have a three games to one lead over the Helsinki Titans in the final. Um, so yeah, uh, tomorrow, I guess tomorrow, Sim, uh, Seattle might put it away. Um, I'll be uh, completely honest. I don't really know either of these teams all that well. I'm looking at the index right now. Uh, Valtteri Vakaninen from the Titans is uh, running away with the playoff scoring race uh, with eight goals, 22 assists for 30 points. Um, The next highest point total is his teammate, Patrick Laine, uh, who's uh, 11 and 12 for 23 points. Um, Yeah, uh, Seattle has only played 14 games. Helsinki has played 17 games. So that uh, explains why uh, the Helsinki guys are, are leading the, uh, the scoring. Um, I'm not entirely certain what's going on in the uh, um, VHLM playoffs. Uh, I assume those are still going on. They're probably... There probably would have been an, an announcement or something I would have gotten like at everyone from the VHL Discord if there was uh, if there was a winner yet for that. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, I don't know if they run exactly the same uh, format and the same length, or if uh, or if the miners finishes first or anything like that. Um. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I hate in all the, all the sim leagues I'm in, I hate the off season. I know, um, you know, not making the playoffs. So Calgary's off season is a, a little bit longer than some of the teams that are in the playoffs. But um, fortunately for me, uh, the PBE, uh, the pro baseball and the experience, which is my primary sim league, the one I, I put the most effort and attention to, it started up this week. Uh, so, you know, there were games on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, uh, being able to watch that again. Uh, I actually have two players sort of in PBE right now. Uh, my first gen player, Steve Eso, uh, yeah, her original name. Um, he is uh, in his final season. He's already announced his retirement. Uh, so he's playing out the rest of this season as an inactive. And he was actually uh, exposed uh, in the expansion draft. The PBE added two new major league teams this year. And he was selected by the Seattle Sea Serpents in the expansion draft. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, playing with a bunch of bunch of guys. Some of them I know just from the PBE and from Sim Leagues and stuff like that. And some of them I don't really know very well at all. So, uh, yeah, having some fun with that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to finish the season on that team because uh, uh, being an expansion team and the expansion draft was pretty weak this season. Uh, so the, both of the expansion teams, uh, the Seattle sea serpents and the Buffalo surge are, um, are not, not very strong teams. So I think, um, particularly with my player, Steve Eso being in his final, the final year of his career, uh, retiring, uh, that I think they'll probably definitely be looking to, um, uh, ship me off to a contender, uh, a team that is, uh, wants to add a, uh, a decent glove and a decent bat. Uh, listen to me calling my player decent, um, you know, in exchange, uh, you know, team that wants to win this season, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, Seattle might be able to get some, uh, some picks or prospects or something like that, uh, in return. Um, and, and I have no problem with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to stay in Seattle, uh, for the rest of the season, but if they, uh, if it's in their best interest to move me and, uh, and see what they can get for the future, then uh, I'm happy to play for anybody. I'm, uh, I'm I'm not a mercenary, but I just think um, I think it weakens sim leagues a little bit if guys only want to go play with their buddies or play with the same team they played before. And I like I I, don't know, I, I say that and like I want to do that, right? Like I, I've I like all the teams that I play with, and I you know I hope I'm I go there with my recreate or whatever. But uh, I don't know that that doesn't really make for a good strong league as a whole if everybody does that. Uh, yeah, so anyway, you know, I'll, I'll play for anybody. Um, then uh, I've got my new player, uh, Sax Justice, uh, playing for the Chicago Kingpins in the uh, minor league PBE. Uh, off to a pretty good start, actually, uh, for a rookie. Um, and he's not even like a, a totally maximized rookie. Um, if I had if I had immediately retired my player my first player last season at the trade deadline, I could have created my recreate at the trade deadline uh, last season and uh, gotten a couple of extra weeks of TP earning in um, before this season started uh, while still being a, a this season regression class. Um, but I didn't want to do that because part of the original trade that uh, sent my player away from the Boise Raptors uh, was the agreement that I would uh, not retire until after that season had finished and sign a one-year extension. 
um, so that the team that was trading for me would get me for for um, for two for a season and a half, basically, uh, instead of just half a season. Um, that team was the Indianapolis Apex, uh, who ended up losing me in the expansion draft. So, hey, funny how that works out. But anyhow, uh, so uh, my recreate Sax Justice, uh, pretty pretty boring. Uh, my first player was a right-handed, uh, right-throwing. Um, speedy contact hitter who can play uh who's kind of a defense first guy who can play shortstop center field or second base and my my recreate is a right-handed batting right-handed throwing speedy defensive first uh contact hitting guy who can play shortstop center field or second base so uh you know i i know what i like um that's uh i've kind of i base my my first player on how I played baseball in real life or how I play softball. And so uh, I'm just keeping that going. I, um, PBE is kind of hurting for pitchers right now. It would be, um, would have been all right to make a pitcher, but just like, I don't know. I, I, uh, I like being an everyday player who, who hits the ball and catches the ball. Uh, so I just, uh, I was worried that if I created a pitcher, I might not, I might not be into it. And if I'm not emotionally invested in my player, then I might, uh, not be incentivized to be a max earner and, and, uh, you know, I might, might spiral downhill from there. Um, yeah. So, uh, so the PBE is, uh, making the VHL off season a lot more bearable for me. Um, so in, in another couple of weeks, uh, when the VHL starts up and, uh, you know, when the PBE goes into the off season, the VHL will, you know, season should be still going on or, you know, getting into the tail end or the playoffs. So uh, hopefully there's some overlap and I don't have uh, any times like I did this season where, you know, in the last couple of weeks where uh, both my to the two sim leagues that I pay the most attention to were both uh, were both on off season at the same time. Um, yeah, on uh, Calgary Wranglers news, um, I, I'm not entirely certain how it works, but I guess there's a uh, uh, boy a draft lottery tournament instead of a lottery. Uh, so you know the, the teams that uh, didn't uh, make the playoffs all play off uh, uh, for better lottery odds. So it sort of uh, kind of makes sense. It it it. Uh, it rewards teams that didn't tank, you know, it rewards teams that just didn't make the playoffs or whatever, uh, you know, who are actually trying and and trying to be competitive. So I, like I said, I'm not entirely certain how, how that works, but, uh, what ended up happening is that we have Calgary had our first round pick as well as New York's, uh, first round pick. And I believe New York, uh, uh, ended up <laughs> because of their performance in the lottery tournament, uh, got the first overall pick. So, Hey, that'll be, uh, you know, that should be exciting and, and should help, uh, help Calgary in the future as, I mean, we've already got a fairly young core and some good prospects, but you know, it just, uh, just means you can, um, you have more, more in the pipeline ready to go. Or if you find yourself in a, in a position where, uh, you know, you're in your window and you're ready to compete now. It gives you some assets that you can move uh, if, you, if you need to uh, acquire some talent uh, for that for that playoff push. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I haven't heard too much about the um, the Invitational VHL tournament or the, the Pro-Am or whatever it's called. Uh, I know signups 
closed for that earlier this week, and then they were uh, taking applications to manage some of the teams. But uh, hopefully, before too long, maybe this weekend or early next week, I think that tournament should get uh, get underway. And so that's just you know another another fun uh, fun fun way to play on a different team or play with some different guys and uh, just just have a little fun um, to fill that. Uh, that hockey shaped hole in your, in your life when, uh, when VHL goes on the off season. Oh, you know what? There's uh, before I, I go, um, there's, uh, what one real hockey, uh, thing I just want to talk about for a minute, just cause, uh, I've been just entertained as hell by it lately was, uh, you know, if, if, if you follow the NHL, you're probably familiar with the, uh, uh, the Washington capitals, New York Rangers, uh, drama from from the last week where uh you know tom wilson was doing tom wilson things and uh did not get adequately punished by the nhl uh in the eyes of the new york rangers so hey you know if uh if the referees aren't going to protect you and the and the league isn't going to protect you well i guess uh you got to go out there and protect yourself and that's exactly what the rangers did they had a just a <laughs> Uh, you know, just a brawl of a game against uh, against the Capitals there, and and then even um, you just I think it's part of the the pandemic season and and playing within your division, and particularly the Canadian teams playing a lot of short series against different teams, where you know you'll travel to one city and you know play against them three games in four nights or three games in five nights or something like that. Well, the Canucks and the Oilers. Uh, just finished uh, the third game of four in a row uh, yesterday and uh ooh, it was it was chippy it was scrappy there was a bunch of fights uh you know a bunch of hits and some 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 bad blood and uh uh you know they got one more against each other tomorrow that i'm looking forward to and you know the canucks are not really uh, they're, they're still mathematically alive but i mean you know the canucks are absolutely not going to make the playoffs so they don't not not too much to play for right now, but Hey, just as, as a hockey fan, like, eh, you know, uh, old, old time hockey, right? Like I, I don't want to see guys going out and doing dumb stuff and, uh, and people getting, getting seriously injured, but you know, yeah, you have a game like that where uh, everybody's blood pressure's up a little bit and, and getting in each other's face and uh, chucking nuts and having a Donnie. Uh, yeah, man, I love to see it. So that's why my, my conspiracy theory about the, uh, you know, George Peros and the NHL disciplinary committee not suspending Tom Wilson. My conspiracy theory is that they knew exactly what they were doing. And this kind of uh, on ice vigilante retribution was going to happen. Because people are watching, right? This is this is like, you know, a big story on sports center on ESPN in the States, right. Which, you know, doesn't really, doesn't show hockey very often and stuff like that. So I, you know, I think maybe it's a little bit of a, no such thing as bad press. Um, they're there. This, this might be a, uh, just a trick they're trying to use to get, to get eyeballs onto the NHL. Um, I don't know that, that it's probably not, but eh, come, come on, that's plausible, right? little, little plausible conspiracy theory. They're just, uh, they're using the, uh, the opportunity to to stir up some some drama to to generate ratings <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just, i'm not a i'm not a media analyst um anyhow uh that was uh that was this week's ramble uh thanks for listening hope uh 
hope the sound quality was okay. Hope I didn't stutter, mumble, say um and ah too much like I'm doing right now. And um, yeah, I hope uh, hope everybody's out there is uh, taking care of themselves. You know, uh, eat your vegetables. Try to get some exercise. I know it's tough. It's been a been a tough you know year and a bit for pretty much everybody anywhere. But uh, you know. Uh, keep keep your head up try to try to get some exercise try to get some sunshine if the weather's good where you are and uh you know stay safe out there and uh mother's day on sunday call your mother she misses you all right take care everybody